0: hey everyone it's greg with auto sausage we're going to give a quick update here as far as our new auction game so if you haven't checked it out yet go to learnfromothers.org, hit the auto sausage tab and i will update that with a fun little survey slash game where you can actually win prizes now this is just starting i'm trying to figure out the kinks so nothing big and stupendous at this point but i did just get a sponsorship So you will see some car care products showing up there as potential prizes. But I'm kind of waiting until I get the nuts and bolts figured out on this thing so that we can make it a fun, really cool uh, game to play. So picture like fantasy football, but kind of with cars, I guess. So we'll see. So first off, thank you for all the participants from this last week. Uh, This one was a really hard one. So as a review, I picked out five cars from the Meekum. Auto auction that is still going on today, Sunday. I think today is May the sixteenth. So I'm trying to keep this as fresh as possible. So I picked out five cars, one from Friday night and four from Saturday. And you, the listeners, entered to win a prize without even knowing what the prize was. So kudos to you. So congratulations to Jim K from Cincinnati. That's K as in I'm not telling you what his whole last name is for privacy reasons but he got two out of five correct. So that shows you how difficult this game is. I actually only got two out of five correct as well. So we'll go into that a little bit more here. Uh, Jim, you will get your price soon, which if you know me and what I do for a living, you could probably figure out what it's going to be. So you will have that soon. So now stay tuned. I think next week, I'll have the next one up, which will be the RM Sotheby's auction, March 29th through the 30th in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So I'll have five more cars for you to, to guess. It's multiple choice. So you guess uh, what they're going to sell for. You can watch it live to kind of see how you do on TV. And then I'll recap the winners and tell them what they won. So uh, the prizes will get bigger. The thing will get better as I figure this stuff out. Uh, So stay tuned for more. So from this last one, so like I said before, uh, it was difficult. So four of the five did not actually meet the reserve. So what does that mean? So if The reserve, meaning this is the minimum amount they'll take for the car. So let's say the reserve was $100,000. It was bidded up to $90,000. It did not actually sell at the auction. But for our purposes of the game, we counted $90,000 as kind of the price point. So uh, some of the options were like it it would sell for under $100,000. If you guessed it would sell for under $1,000, you got that one correct. So uh, I think the whole collector car market is going through a little transition right now some of the uh, prices are going down significantly uh Porsches which I'm a fan of those seem to be going down a little harder than some others so the first lot that was uh that you could guess on was a 1963 Corvette split window coupe this was a Friday deal if you go into the Mecham website you can check it out and you can actually scroll to it. It was a uh, lot number 136.1. This is a really nice car. It was a split window, which is the most desirable of the second generation Corvettes. I think it was a dark blue, which I wasn't crazy about, but it was fuel injected in four speed. So really cool. The Haggerty price guide had it between $62,000 and $158,000. That's a wide gap. 62 grand was for If it was in good shape, $158,000 if it was in concourse, show condition, shape. Uh, the trend on this particular car, slightly down to flat. So the 63 split windows were really high a number of years ago. Now they're slightly down to flat. And this one, uh, I hate this. Mecum kind of bullies people in the audience a little bit. And they start out the initial bid really high. So they started to the bid out at hundred and seventy grand, just hoping someone would accidentally, or they were all excited about the car, would throw their hand up at a crazy high price. That's that's even higher than what Meekham says it should sell for. So they kept on going down. The actual first bid was at $60,000, and they bidded it all the way up to 110000 Like I said before, it did not meet the reserve, but for the purposes of our little contest, one hundred and ten grand was the price. So if you guessed somewhere around there, you got a point. The next car was, on Saturday, was a 1989 Ferrari Testarossa. This was very fascinating because I'm not a, Big fan of these cars. Uh, I think they're kind of going down in price a little bit. So, but this one was a very rare color. It was a pretty blue. It was a one owner car, low miles, and had a recent service. The auction estimate, which really surprised me. So, first off, let's go to Haggerty Price Guide. If it's in good condition, it's an $80,000 car. If it's in concourse condition, awesome, immaculate, it's $132,000. And the trend on this car is flat. It's not actually down, but it's flat. So hasn't done much in the last two or three years. Well, the auction estimate surprised me was $150,000 to $170,000 because of the rarity of the color, the low mileage, and the one ownership, and the condition of the car. So I thought that was really high. So the bid started at two hundred dollars but the actual first bid didn't occur till $70,000. The reserve came off at one hundred and sixty. dollars which was right in the center of their estimate. And the guy was picking on the bidders. He's like, one guy, he yelled out, he only did one bid and you're out. And then he would point to someone, he's like, you're out. So I think they're really trying to play on everybody's egos, you know? So if you said, hey, you're out, you know, you probably get a little bit upset and try to bid again to show them, hey, I know what I'm doing. I can bid this car up. So this one actually sold. It sold for $170,000, sold at the top of the reserve. I'm sorry, 160. dollars So it sold at their reserve um, or in that window. So anyways, that was very surprising. So that was one of the, the only one of the five that actually sold and it sold for top end of the estimate and way higher than what Haggerty said it would have done. The next car on the docket was a 1958 Porsche 356A Super Cabriolet. So like I said before, Porsches are going down uh, as was witnessed earlier at the Amelia Island auctions the week before a lot of Porsches did not sell for the money that they thought they would sell at so the only one that seems to be going up is the Porsche 996 that's the car that was made from 1999 to 2004 those are super cheap right now they're anywhere from 15 grand to if you got a turbo turbos are like 60 grand but they've pretty much bottomed out on the depreciation curve they're starting to go up so if you can find one in nice shape uh, that's the one to get at this point. So, this particular car, 1958, lot number 97, was a four speed rare, had the rare Rudge wheels, and it was red. Really nice car. Haggerty said it would sell between 106. well, Haggerty price guide was good, 164,000, to Concourse, 268,000. So, the trend on this particular car is flat last couple years. One bad sign is there was a 2015 Porsche 918 two cars previous and that's the Porsche supercar that was a no sale at 1.3 million it was like $200,000 off and that same thing like I said before happened in Amelia Island so this car I got the number wrong here I think oh it did not meet the reserve I think it was bidded up to like $110,000 and if you looked at the results through Saturday they had they had auctioned off 14 Porsches and only two of them actually hit the reserve and sold. So only a 14.2% success rate on Porsches through Saturday. I haven't checked to see if Sunday, if they improved on that or not. But that's a really, if you were a Porsche owner, those are really poor results. So uh, let's see. The fourth car was another Porsche. It was a uh, lot number 120.1, a 1976 Porsche 930 Turbo. That's actually one of my dream cars. They made this car, I think from 1976 to... 1989, I believe. This one was also called the Widowmaker because when that turbo kicked in, you really didn't know where the heck it was going to go. This was a black car, 4 speed, 3 liter. Hagerty price guide, it was between $148 good condition, $148,000 to $300,000 for a concourse And the trend on this one's down. So last year or so, it has gone down. And this one was only bid up to $110,000. Again, did not meet the reserve. And the last one, this one was fantastic. Um, I thought this was very interesting. This is a 1973 Ford Bronco Strop Strop Baja edition. So this is lot 121.1. This is a 302 V8 automatic. What was cool about this car, it was very rare. One of 120 produced. Special appearance package. Really cool looking truck. So the Hagerty price guide on a, not this edition, just your basic Bronco. Was sixty. I'm sorry, thirty-seven thousand uh, dollars for good to ninety thousand dollars in concourse condition, and this trend line is strong up. So if you currently own a Ford Bronco in the '70s, hang on to it. It's going up tremendously. If you find one that seems to be pretty cheap, grab it up while you can. So the results on this one, this one was bidded up to ninety thousand dollars, and it did not hit the reserve. So it 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 went over. The Haggerty price guide for Concourse, which I said was 90 but it's actually $87,900. $87, it was bidded all the way up to 90 dollars and did not sell. So that tells me if it's the actual one of 120 special edition, that that price point's probably in the 120 to 130 range, and this one was bidded up to $90. So it was a no sale. Uh, anyways, that's it for our first contest. Again, congratulations to Jim K from Cincinnati. Like I said before, go to learnfromothers.org, hit the auto sausage tab to see what the next contest is, and please participate. You will have to sign up for email, but uh, I will not spam you. I promise. And it's a fun way to win some prizes, and you can see your re- see your results live while you're watching these on TV. So uh, listen up. Next week I will have the next one out with kind of my thoughts on what will sell where. But you don't really have to listen to me because I just got two out of five. I should have done much better than that. So (laughs) it will get better. I will show you my expertise as I dig into this a little bit more. So to see what's going on outside of the podcast, be sure to check out Auto Sausage on Instagram. And we will have a Facebook page up and running soon so you can see kind of cool stuff I see during the week. And in the future, we will have some time-elapsed video of some cool stuff happening. So We will catch you all next week, and you can always reach out to me either at learnfromothers.org or via the DM function on Instagram. Bye.